0: Hi, everybody, and thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen in on our Hillco Global Smarter Perspective podcasts. As return listeners know by now, I'm your host, Steve Katz. And if this is your first time with us, well, then welcome. We are glad that you could tune in. Today, we're going to be talking about how current economic conditions are likely to drive commercial real estate loan delinquency and default rates higher in the coming months and why now may well be the optimal time for lenders, with concerns about underperforming loans or uncooperative borrowers to consider exploring receivership. That's going to be our topic today. And with us for that conversation is a first-time podcast guest, Mitch Bannerman, a vice president at Hillco Real Estate and experienced receivership practitioner. Mitch, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, Steve, for having me on. Greatly appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. It's great to have you here and uh, let's get rolling. So for those in our audience who might not be too familiar with the ins and outs of receivership to get us started, can you just provide a bit of a top line on when that type of an approach should be considered and how it can be beneficial?
1: Happy to, Steve. Uh, Receivership is a legal remedy which exists in federal and state courts and provides a lender with the option of placing an asset legally in the hands of a court-appointed agent. When concerns arise about a borrower's ability or willingness to operate or manage that property effectively, these agents are known as receivers. Um, when receivers take possession of a real estate property, they collect the rents, they manage the property and oversee the property, or they could oversee the property's management and under certain circumstances will sell the property. Overall, a receiver's role replaces the borrower's in regard to the general operation of the subject property. The receiver and its agents are a neutral arm of the court. As such, on a monthly basis, a receiver is required to provide the court with a comprehensive report documenting its actions and decisions relative to the financials and operation of the property. The receiver's role also provides for court oversight, ensuring that interested parties have an opportunity in place to either challenge or support the receiver's decisions or actions.
0: Okay, so that's a that's a great way to ground the conversation, I think, and I, I know that the government intervention that began during the COVID period allowed many loans that went delinquent during that time to be granted forbearance or other types of remedies, um, and that PPP funds also helped out tenants and borrowers. Most of that, if I'm correct in my assumption, has now ended. So, what does that mean for these parties?
1: Yes, Steve, you're correct in that assumption. Um, So while delinquencies have trended down somewhat over the past 12 months, the general consensus among workout professionals at banks, insurance companies, private lenders, and special servicers is that the delinquency rate is likely to soon increase with the looming recession and a further expected rise in interest rates on the horizon. At the same time, many borrowers are being faced with the need to refinance debt at higher interest rates. Those same elevated rates are triggering debt service coverage ratios and bringing down loan leverage. As a result, borrowers are finding a gap in the loan size and an inability to refinance out the existing loan without bringing more equity to the table to pay off the existing loan.
0: Okay, so then when or where does
1: the receiver come into play in that scenario? So it's important to know that a receiver owes a fiduciary duty to both the property and the court. So although a lender is typically the party requesting the receivership, a receiver does not act only on behalf of the lender, but instead acts in the best interest of both the lender and the borrower. That said, appointment of a receiver provides a valuable service specific to a lender involved in commercial real estate by safeguarding the long-term value of the subject property and helping to pave the way for a clear path to either resolution with a borrower or foreclosure.
0: So interesting I th- you know I would think a lot of people may not realize especially um, on the borrower side that the receiver operates in their best interest as well. so what duties does the receiver actually perform in that role?
1: Well Steve really there are two core duties involved first overseeing the property a receiver's mandates are outlined in the court order and the receiver normally takes a series of actions including the following when overseeing the associated property one execution of new leases two. Authority to grant tenant rent relief. Three, collection of rents. Four, day to day property management or oversight of property management services. Five, payment of bills for utilities and contractors. Six, repair of deferred maintenance. And seven, the correction of life safety issues. Second, under certain conditions, the receiver may also direct the sale of the property.
0: Okay, so let me hone in on that that last thing you said direction of the sale of the property. In terms of that, I'm assuming there are many advantages to having the receiver sell the property, correct?
1: That's correct. If the subject loan is burdened with a high prepayment penalty or feasance, the receiver can sell the property with a assumable loan in place. Importantly, a receivership sale of the property or note serves to keep the lender out of the chain of title and therefore reduces the lender's liability for construction defects and other issues. The receiver is also empowered to widely market the property or loan either selling the property loan themselves or hiring a knowledgeable third-party broker to help drive the highest possible sales price.
0: Okay. Uh, Well, that's a great, concise overview of how receivership operates. Uh, We are getting close on our time here. Any, Any final thoughts for our listeners in regard to determining whether and when to engage a receiver?
1: Yeah, you know, listen, Steve, the the rise in interest rates and the unlikely event of more government intervention has the vast majority of loan workout professionals expecting a significant increase in distressed loans within their portfolios. Utilization of a receiver can provide a lender with the assurance that the collateral is being safeguarded and mitigates risk to the lender and the property. This allows the lender to focus on resolving the loan via foreclosure, DLU, note sale, or other means available to them. The confidence that the property is not being mismanaged, intentionally or unintentionally, during this process is beneficial to both the lender and the borrower.
0: Well, based on what you've shared, uh, it certainly seems that the fourth quarter and the start of next year are going to continue to be difficult for many borrowers across multifamily, as well as office, industrial, hospitality, and of course, retail. But I guess the good news, as you've outlined for us today, is that receivership can clearly be an effective means for lenders to mitigate risk while also serving the best interests of the borrower as well, which was uh, a good insight, at least for me today, and hopefully for our listeners as well.
1: Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself, Steve. All right. Well, uh,
0: see, I was listening and I actually learned something. (laughs) Seriously, though, thanks, Mitch, for those insights and for joining us. And how
1: can people best get in touch with you? Absolutely, and and thanks again for having me on, Steve. The uh, best way to reach me is um, my direct line or my cell phone, which is my track line, is three zero three six four one zero one seven five, and then my email is my first initial M, and my last name Vaneman at HilcoGlobal dot com.
0: All right. Well, thanks again, Mitch, and listeners. If borrowers in your real estate portfolio are becoming a greater concern than anticipated. Or if your previous interventions to date have been somewhat ineffective, I would encourage you to definitely reach out to Mitch and the team at Hilco Real Estate uh, and discuss those situations and how they might be able to assist in either a receiver or other helpful role on your behalf. And as always, we hope that this Smarter Perspectives podcast provided you with at least one key takeaway that you can put to good use in your business or share with a colleague or client to help make them that much more successful moving forward. And one more thing, please remember that you can check out more great podcasts and articles featuring timely insights from experts like Mitch at hilcoglobal.com forward slash smarter dash perspectives. Until next time for Hilco Global, I'm Steve Katz.